This podcast is sponsored by BT, because BT means business. BT knows that businesses come in many shapes, sizes and guises, from the person just starting out at their kitchen table to the biggest employer, which is why no matter what line of work you're in, they've got your back to help you succeed and do what you do best. Whatever your business, BT's got your back. Search BT's got your back. This is the Times Morning Briefing on Monday the 18th of January. People in England aged 70 and over, as well as those listed as clinically extremely vulnerable, will begin receiving letters inviting them for their coronavirus injections this week. Boris Johnson's described the move as a significant milestone in the nation's vaccination programme. It comes as 10 new mass vaccination hubs open across England. Professor Devi Stradar is a chair of global public health at the University of Edinburgh. She's told Times Radio it's imperative those who've already received their first injection get their second. I think what people need to understand is a decision to extend from the three weeks to 12 weeks was made in an emergency crisis situation because thousands of people are dying every week. And the government said, we have to make sure our hospitals don't collapse and people don't die um, by immediately vaccinating them before they become infected. But if we didn't have that pressure of time, then of course we'd be giving people jabs three weeks apart. So I think that's how the public have to understand it. The rules for people arriving in the UK from abroad change today, with everyone forced to show a negative COVID-19 test to be allowed in. The test must be taken in the 72 hours before travelling, and anyone arriving without one faces a fine of up to £500. All passengers will still be required to quarantine for up to 10 days. Labour's accused the Education Secretary of creating a catalogue of chaos over free school meals. The party says Gavin Williamson's incompetence has led to children going hungry. During a debate in the Commons later, Labour will demand that all eligible families should be guaranteed to receive the full value of free school meals throughout the year. But the Equality Trust's Wanda Wyposka says that ministers need to address the wider issue of why families are in poverty. We need to make sure that, for example, there are enough hours in terms of people's working weeks, that they can earn enough money to support themselves and their families, that they're paid the real living wage, not just the minimum wage, and to make sure that we have a much better social security system, because this is just one part of the problem. We have four million children living in poverty in the fifth richest economy in the world, and that's an absolute scandal. Research shows nearly half of adults in England feel the pandemic has had a negative impact on their mental health and well-being. The study, commissioned by Public Health England, comes as it launches a support campaign to tackle the issue. The Better Health Every Mind Matters campaign includes practical tips and support on how adults can deal with uncertainty. Dr Max Pemberton is an NHS psychiatrist and explains how it works. Basically, by answering kind of five quick questions, you'll get a personalised action plan with practical tips to help you deal with sort of stress and anxiety and boost your mood, sleep better, feel more in control, that sort of thing. A host of British MPs have taken to social media calling for the release of Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny. He was arrested yesterday as he returned home from Germany, five months after being poisoned with a nerve agent. The Times Moscow correspondent Mark Bennett explained to Times Radio why the fierce critic of Vladimir Putin returned to Russia. He said that he didn't leave willingly anyway. He was taken out of Russia in an intensive care unit. Um, when he was in a coma after being poisoned. So he said, it wasn't my decision to leave, so I'm going back. Um, But politically, uh, he obviously realised that if he stays 
in exile, effectively. He would just fade into political insignificance like so many other Russian opposition politicians have done after leaving Russia. You can hear more on these stories throughout the day on Times Radio.